0: to the official podcast of the Canberra Raiders. Uh, off the up now. He puts a kick out. Crokes there against Oh, Jared yeah. What a catch by the skipper! Come join us as we go Behind the Limelight. Yes,
1: come join us as we go Behind the Limelight to what a week it's been. What a fortnight it's been for the mighty green machine. G'day. I'm Raider Nick and joining me Behind the Limelight today, Benny Pollock, Tommy Logan... Wow, 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 look where we are. Guys, one win away from the big dance.
2: That's right. We are 80 minutes away from a grand final. If you told me that at the start of the year, I'd be optimistic. But at the same time, I'd be realistic and I didn't think that we'd be in this position. But... What a hell of a season it's been. Um, There's been so much that's happened. Um, So many good things um, to so many great players and uh, they've done a wonderful job, uh, Ricky and the boys, on getting themselves in this position and now it's all about capitalising on where we are and and pushing ourselves into a grand final. It's exciting. I mean, (sighs) tickets sold out in... um, So let's confirm, it's a sellout. It's a sellout.
1: How about the makeshift seating? I no, it can't, it's not happening. So not they, happening?
2: they they did add twelve hundred uh, standing seats, mm. um, but they all went uh, this morning. I think it would. I think it was about six and a half, seven minutes until it sold out um, this so morning the when co- they released a so few What tickets. numbers. Are we talking about? I think it'll be close to twenty eight. So it'll be a, a possible Raiders ground record. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, we won't hit that. Crowd record that the Brumbies had for the yep. Super Rugby final just because of the makeup of the, the configuration of the stadium. But what an effort, Canberra! Give yourselves a pat on the absolutely. back, absolutely um, wonderful what was the achievement.
1: Figure against the Sharks in that, in that I think
2: it was 26.5 so or something gonna, like that. So we should that, go past that, yeah.
1: Also, too, just quickly, Bailey Simonson re signing for a couple of more till season 2023. Tommy Logan, what an outstanding proposition he's been. One of those one of six that got deputant uh, status this year that probably didn't think they'll play much football he was happy just to play one game off the bench if he could and he got joint rookie of the year there with Corey Horsbright yeah. right now he's going to be a raider for, for a long time now
3: yeah talk about a whirlwind year um he's he's another one of those guys who's come in and just absolutely blown everyone away with the quality i remember when i first saw him here i thought oh who's this guy oh it's you know it's a guy we've brought over and train and trial from you know new zealand sevens rugby and I just remember you know seeing him out on the field and he put a few steps on people and i thought you know what this guy actually goes all
2: right and yeah look, look at the season he's had he's just a big powerful athletic um player uh, in the modern game you've got to have that particularly on the wings because you know you see these wingers scoring these remarkable tries where they're diving from you know three four meters out you know fully airborne body completely over the sideline to get the ball down and his athleticism is second to none and, under, and uh, not only that, he's a humble young man who's very well-spoken, yeah. uh, great head on his shoulders, and uh, looking forward to seeing him in green until 2023.
1: Well-deserved, Bailey Simonson. It's great to see him in a green jumper for the next few years. And speaking of the younger guys, jersey Fleck team, they're in the big dance, Ben.
2: What an absolute... Um, amazing effort from the guys, um, considering that they've had players in and out of Mounties, and um, you know even like Seb Chris uh, could have qualified for the 20s, but he's played NRL and he's playing Mounties. Well done to the lads, Ash Barnes uh, and his mm. team, uh, Taby Westcott, um, the halfback there, leading him as captain um they've had an amazing season um and congratulations on making the grand final that'll be at Bank West on Sunday yeah um it would have been nice to have it here as a curtain raiser oh for the big game wow. but um unfortunately it didn't happen that way but you know uh if you've got an opportunity um get up there and support them because um they've had an amazing season they finished in fourth place knocked off Cronulla in week one of the finals straight through the prelim and then uh, defeated the Roosters uh, last week in a in a in a great contest so well done to the Fleet Boys
1: also congrats to Ash Barnes you
3: know. um They've been a side that obviously we've followed quite closely throughout the season. Um, you know, they, they had a couple of injuries last week. I think they might get their five-eighth back, uh, Jarrett Sublu. Um, he's obviously racing the clock to be fit for this game. But, uh, yeah, I just it's just a credit to the whole team, you know, and uh, obviously Ash Barnes and his team and Mick Feeney as well. Got
2: to give Fiends a big rap. He does a lot for that team, mm. um, you know. He's a bit of a father figure to them um, and he's, he's done a wonderful job getting them around everywhere and that he needs to do for them as well. So it's a big team effort. Um, obviously Trav and Horse, the guys that look after their conditioning, and you've got all the guys, Lincoln there, that's tied up in the team as well. Fantastic club effort um, to see um, the flag team into the grand final and the Raiders into a prelim and hopefully a grand final as well. Oh, my <laughs> God, what a game. I don't know about you, Nick, you're, a, you're the long... Lifetime Raiders fan like me. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been ex- more excited going into a weekend of footy. I still haven't processed
1: it yet. I, it, don't know yeah, I, know. To, I don't know how to act just yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of going through the work. It's been a busy exactly. week. We're all busy. It's all lots happening.
2: I think that's been a good thing though. It'll hit me on the weekend. I think the fact that there's been a lot going on in the lead up to this game for a lot of people and the fact that it's on a Friday night, mm. it doesn't drag yeah. in all the way to a Sunday. Um, the build up's... Pretty much spot on, I reckon, uh, in if terms of it, the... We're going to be there. It's going to be there. It's going to be here and uh, we're going to be there. Viking clap, 28,000 people, enormous.
1: I just love how you go onto social media now on your timelines there, whether it's Instagram or Facebook, and you're seeing NRL, Fox, the Sydney media people, Channel 9, putting up the sausages, putting up, you know, little uh, slogan saying, sold out there in Canberra. We're really celebrating this really, really well. Of course, we mentioned a sellout galvanising the town. I've been around during the week. I've been to Limbeck's Butchery and had a chat to uh, Pete and the boys down there with the staff. I've been to Kwan's place and Omar over there it's, uh, having the green smoothies and stuff and just loving how it just galvanises the town. And speaking to some of the boys earlier, they're going to take that out on the field and it's just going to be such an awesome – and there's no words that comprehend how awesome it is leading up to Friday – and it's even scary to think what's going to be on the other side of the mountain because against Melbourne we all felt good about this, and but we didn't think what was ahead. Mm. All of a sudden mm. you saw, you know what? We're on the other side mm. of the draw here. We're going to get a team, a week, a team coming from from a loss at home. Holy Moses! Mm. Could this be the dream? <laughs> what mm. we
2: need though is everybody who um, has been fortunate enough to pick up a ticket to come to the game. Is we need you to be at your best as well. Yeah. I mean, when we, it's when, when the, from the from the moment those boys hit the field until the moment they they trot off at the end of eighty. Um, with hopefully the win, we need you as loud as possible. We need you know, that we get need that behind ages, us. Man. We need that extra little bit, that little half a percent even that, that gets us over the line. So you know, bring your voice if you're coming there. Dress up, get yourself get in in, there. decked out from head to toe in the
1: green gear. But even during behind them. just even during play by play, just just yep. just keep shout it up, out. Keep, keep, keep the energy going because the boys feed off that. It's like a bit of a an exchange, a tennis exchange, Mm -hmm. they feed off that, you know, and and especially when defending a line, if there's an unfortunate error coming out of our own line, just scream at the boys that, like, defend them, positive energy. Yeah, and I think actually a
3: few of the boys even touched up upon that, I guess, from the the last game against the Storm. They really sort of said that, you know, when – there was a certain time when the, the storm really had us on the, on the back and, you know, it was just so hard for them to communicate because the, the storm crowd were really making it quite difficult with their noise. So mm. if we can create that mm. and, you know, it'll just, just give the Rabbitohs a lot
1: of problems. Good thing about moving on to the game, gents, they always talk about when you play the Melbourne Storm, you wake up the next day. It's like you played two games because of the wrestle, because of the grind, the bruising, the bashing around the ruck there. Storm do it so well. The week off has been such a luxury for us, considering the last five six weeks, Tommy.
3: Yeah, I think I think it's it's really the way I look at it is I know obviously we rested players for that last game, which was against the Warriors. I think it was Bateman, Nickel, uh Sea might have been one. Um, anyways,
1: regardless, six of, or seven regulars.
3: Yeah, I th- I think this extra week off will really help the guys that were probably involved in that origin period. Guys like Jack Papa, who probably haven't really had much of a chance to sort of you know get that extra week for the body to recover.
2: Well, it was that whole unknown thing with um, resting those guys going into that Warriors game, what the outcome would be at the back end of it. But it, it seemed to be, in, in hindsight, the right thing to do That's because all those break. guys, all those guys that came out that next week that had had the break, all went to a next another mm, level, yeah. and we all saw that uh, with the performance that they put in. So look, the guys will be fresh, keen. They've trained um, hard. Um, In the week off Um, They've done um, Plenty of field sessions This week as well We've got the captain's run to go So They're not going to be Short of a run They're going to be ready to go
1: Just one thing about it too They're so calm at the moment Ben From the coach down Everyone seems to be calm And collected Not thinking too far ahead They've got their boundaries up With the media In regards to not thinking Too much about the possibility It's all about well, it's all
2: about living in the moment. Um, you know, and Rick said that, enjoy it. You know, you're going you're gonna to be getting more attention. You're going to be getting more publicity. That's all great stuff. You need to embrace those moments. But at the same time, you need to remain focused when you need to. Um, so when it comes to training sessions um, and getting yourself prepared um, as you usually would, make sure that you do exactly what you normally would. And that's what they've done.
1: Before we wind up, we mentioned Josh Papali a lot in this podcast this year, how great he's been. For him to take the Meninga medal, of course, uh, the third one on his cabinet now, Six or seven could have got that award. You're walking in, who's going to get it? You know, the talk's around the table that night. Who do you reckon is going to get it? Everyone had a different different answer. Well, it
2: could have went to five different players. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the final mini tally probably didn't reflect that. Um, Josh and Jack were the, the two standouts in terms of the votes. Um, but, you know, John Bateman, Charles Nickel, clockstad Elliot Whitehead, Josh Hodgson, all those guys had um, have had massive seasons. So, you know, it wouldn't have been surprising to me if any of those guys got that.
1: That's why we are where we are. <laughs> Okay, I'm excited but nervous at the same time. The big one on Friday, the Canberra Raiders up against the South Sydney Rabbitohs GI Stadium. Is it a 7.50 kickoff, I believe? Yep. 7.50 kickoff, so just before 8 o'clock. Major prelim final, a chance to get in the big dance. Let's start with you, Benjamin.
2: Well, I'm going for the fullback. I think, um, obviously, he's been one of the standout buys for any club all season. Chance nickel clockstad um, he'll score a try uh, and he'll have a try assist as well. I think he's up for a big game.
1: A try assist and a meat pie for c and Kate. What do you got for us, Tommy? Well, one of the
3: things that I just really love seeing the boys do is when they shift it out sort of to that left side and Jack gets the ball and really goes on one of those diagonal runs, I just can't wait to see him running at Adam Reynolds and just... Uh, Especially after watching Manly play Souths last week. I'm just really looking forward to seeing Jack with the footy.
1: I think Johnny Bateman, great game last week. He's going to demand the football a lot. So much so he'll demand the ball on our dance floor and come up with some points and just,
2: yes. Got an extra one for you. Um, Johnny Croyder, who's stepped in this podcast a couple of times. I mean, he's been outstanding on the... Four from four for you. He's four from four. So I said, mate, you need to give me a prediction just so he can throw it in there. He's got Leilua and Croker both to score and the Raiders to win 18-10.
1: He's even got the score. He's well, Nostradamus. If that, if that, if that, he if knows it, what's going on.
2: If that pulls off, I'll I'll buy him any
1: anything you <laughs> if want. he wants. If he pulls that off, he has his own show. Yeah. <laughs> Next year. Look, just before we do that, uh, nice no special guest today. We're going to some highlights of uh, the chats. Of course, the media day today. It was frantic out there, yourself and the media team. But also, 30 years to the day. today, The 89 Grand Final. It happy is. 89 Grand Final yeah, we've Day. we
2: record this podcast on a Tuesday. Yeah. It's, it's 89 Grand Final Day. Happy, happy 30th anniversary.
1: Happy 30, 89 Grand Final. Just take
2: time, if you're listening to this, to sit back, reflect. Uh, you can watch the full match replay yep. on Raiders.com.au as well. So go on and check it out.
1: Which version? The ABC version or Channel 10 version? i not
2: sure. I can't remember. I haven't had a look yet. I just know it's on there.
1: Oh, mate, we'll watch twice. <laughs> anyway, we'll also have a little compilation of the best of 89 as well. So we'll see you there. 50th anniversary as well. It's all happening. It's our 50th podcast. The 50th podcast. Well done.
2: Raise the bat, gentlemen. Here comes the cake. (laughs) Here comes comes the cake.
1: (laughs) We kicked it it off last year and we're now towards the end of this season. Look where we are. That The podcast has kind of grown. Let's hope it's 51
2: with one next week going into a GF.
1: We hope to see you next week 51. Nami, mate. Uh, week off last week. How do you feel? and How's the rest of the boys feeling?
4: Yeah, good, real good. Um, I think we actually needed that week off. Hey? Um, a few of us boys had some um, uh, niggling injuries, and um, having that week off was really, I think um, it was really good for us. Um, really freshened up well, and um, you know, also having the extra week to really soak up that win against Melbourne, um, and heading into this um, next game with uh, you know clear minds. So it was real good.
1: Soaking up the week after a good win, also soaking up after a good win and an award for yourself, getting the coaches award there by Rick. I know you're a bit shocked there, but it must be a good little kicking the kicking the bum, to know, Hang on, I'm doing good things down
4: here. Yeah, it was. Um, I was pretty shocked, to be honest. Um, yeah, I was pretty lost for words. I didn't think, um, yeah, you know, I was ever going to get an award ever. So, um, you know, to be able to receive that, you know, I was real, I was real thankful, um, you know, to, to stick and. Um, also thankful to Smell and Batty for giving it up for a year. <laughs> <laughs> Nummy
1: no, I mean, big game. Chance of playing the big dance. And you got to play this game at home. Sell out crowd. How good is it going to be running out in front of that crowd and running out to that bike and clap?
4: Yeah, man. It's going to be awesome, man. It's going to be uh, real exciting. Um, it's my my first pre- prelim and first prelim here for Canberra as well. And to have a, you know, a sold out crowd. Um, I know it's going to be loud and Man, we're gonna be, we we'll here. everything there on the field. So yeah, we'll just be riding off off the back of them and um, uh, hopefully we can put in a good 80 minutes together and uh, they get into the big dance, like you said.
1: See us on I mate, the weekend off last week. They always talk about sometimes the, the storm, very grinding, wrestling team. You wake up on a Monday, it's like you played two games of footy. How was the week off, resting up?
5: Yeah, it was good from a mental perspective. Um, yeah, you're, you're not wrong about that. Uh, you know, physically we're um, a bit better at, uh, at that stage, and uh, we were fortunate enough to have that week off and you know recoup. And you know, a few boys um, had a few nigglies in there, and you know, we're fortunate to uh, have the time off so we can um, you know sit back and actually um, see who we're facing one um, and two, like um, prepare.
1: I've noticed around the traps, there's so much calm amongst the group. From Ricky to the coaching staff to the senior boys and yourself to the players, there's is, is a really nice calm through, calm energy through the team. Everyone's so relaxed.
5: Yeah, well, we've had, we've had the other end of the stick where, um, you know, in 2016 we've, um, you know, pretty disappointed. And I think, I think the level of experience that we've got now. Uh, having that experience, um, having the experience of not being here, you know, over the last couple of years, especially with the expectation that we've had, and so, you know, Ricky and Andrew McFadden, Whitey, they're, they're very experienced blokes, you know, Whitey with um, his playing experience in that as well, and um, Ricky, you know, it's it's good that we can have those guys uh, to call upon, because, you know, they, they can really put things... Um, in perspective because you know they're, they're you know even though they're amongst the group but you know they, they can see it from a from a different angle you know and they have they've they've created a really good vibe around the place um, as well as the boys you know it's it's been a good feel
1: now we talk about um the calm and the collectiveness and you guys always love playing in front of big crowds and you say it quite publicly to the media, to your fans and it's not just you guys talking shop, you generous, generally love having that energy from the supporters jeez it's going to be great on Friday, sold that crowd and that Viking clap, it's going to be one hell of a Viking clap Run
5: out too Yeah man, um, I'd expect a few windows to be sort of shattered hopefully Well your captain <laughs> reckons they <laughs> can hear it from Tuggeranong. <laughs> yeah yeah well I, um, you know, I was freaking some guys out in there um, Ainsley and he said he heard as loud as day, you know, in one of the games. Um, uh, So I can imagine what this week would be like. But yeah, you know, the preparation this week has been it's been good. Uh, We've had a we've had a little bit of time last week in terms of uh, preparing for both teams. And now that we know that we got south, we were able to, um, you know, shave our sessions in half because, you know, when I was up against a you know, big pack with a lot of strikeout
1: work. How the week off? Was it good for you and yourself and then the boys?
5: Yeah, it was good, mate. Uh, we got a little bit of work
6: done there later in the week last week and uh, had the weekend off, mate, put the feet up and, and chilled out and um, nine hours of golf, mate, and relaxed. It was a uh, much-needed week off uh, physically and mentally for myself and all the boys. So, uh, yeah, it was good. We've come in this week and been really uh, full of energy and the body's feeling good, so uh, everyone's right to go, mate.
1: Sensing a really comfortable, relaxed vibe at the moment. Everyone's really chilled out. The presentation last week, today, from Ricky in the top down, everyone seems chilled. Is it a really relaxing feeling at the moment leading into this game?
6: Uh, yeah, it's relaxing. It's uh, Obviously, we're all excited. Um, I think we've tried really hard to just uh, make sure we haven't gotten too excited too early. Uh, there's no doubt we'll be... We'll be ready to play and, and when we've had to switch on and train and be physical and, um, and work hard we've worked hard so um, we've talked about switching off and relaxing and enjoying it and this is a part of it mate so the boys are yeah nice and relaxed we enjoyed the prezzo last week we um, you know we switch off when we need to and, and when we need to work and, and prepare which is you know we've started preparing now um, you know we switch on and concentrate still out this week must be exciting for yourself to run out in front of that crowd that
1: Viking clap that's going to be happening on Friday is going to be amazing
6: yeah, it's going to be uh, pretty special, mate. It's full house and it didn't take long to sell out either, which is um, you know, obviously it was always going to be the case, but it's very pleasing. So, um, yeah, mate, I'll, you'll, I'll hear the Viking clap from Tugger on this weekend, mate. It be, should be pretty loud. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to it, mate. And we love playing at home and our home fans, the, you know, they deserve this. They've, they've waited a long time too and, um, you know, they've been there every step of the way, so they deserve it as much as we do. So um, hopefully the, the fans can help get us cross the line on the weekend. Good luck, mate. Thanks, Nick.
0: Celebrating the 30th anniversary of the Green Machine's epic 1989 Grand Final victory.
1: Yes, a very special moment as this podcast has been recorded and compiled. It's Tuesday 24th of September 2019. And today, Helms, the 30th anniversary of the 1989 Grand Final. 30 years ago to this day, it went down to the SFS and knocked off the Tigers. Underdogs, maybe, but we get the chocolates and the first premiership we bring home to the ACT. The game was such a profound experience for the players, the coaches, the officials, the fans, the town, everybody involved and everybody involved in rugby league as it's been touted the greatest grand final of all time. One question I asked all the players on the podcast, is there something you take out of that profound experience and apply to your life today, metaphorically speaking.
0: Ricky Stewart. Yeah, it is. A couple of things, actually. Uh, yeah, the mateship that's been um, produced from uh, that era and you know the life experiences that people have given me, such as Tim Sheens. It wasn't just about the, the, the squad, the club. It was for Canberra. We put uh, Canberra on the map in regards to you know, our identity as a rugby league uh, city now. Um, and secondly, the um, you know, winning it, uh, bringing it home, um, just gave you so much more motivation of wanting to do it again. I want to be in this position again and that's what winning comps does to you as an individual. I want to do this again. Laurie Daly. The thing that I got most out of out of that performance and you know, there's a lot of other things that, that go into it but if you if you persevere, if you work hard, um, more times than not, you'll get
1: the result you're after. Brent
0: Todd, just never give up. Like even though, like um, when you have when you have a few little disappointments, you know, like mm. things don't go your way, you know, don't give up. Just keep plodding on, keep moving forward, keep taking it up, you know. Because you know, like when you look at my situation, where right at the start there, when I threw that pass, but I but you just keep moving forward and you keep and, and you and you and you just keep believing in yourself. And I think that I. But I really took that on, you know, just later on in life. You know, like, everybody has disappointments, mm. but you've got to front up, and, and it's all a, its all in your head, you know? Like, really, you know, you physically can do it and everything. It's all in your head, and if your head says you can do it, you can do it. Don't worry about that.
1: Gary Belcher.
4: Absolutely anything is possible, no matter where you come from or how far back you are behind. Um, anything's possible, and I think, you know, we proved that in a, a short period of time as far as the Raiders' existence is concerned, but also... You know, in that last that second half of uh, uh, coming back from against the odds, I think we proved
0: that uh, yeah, you can do it if you set your mind to it. You all you all team up together.
1: Glenn Lazarus. I
0: realised at a very uh, early period of my career was that I'm going to have to work damn hard to uh, you know achieve anything. And and you know whether five grand final wins, five grand final wins out of six, 20 tests, 20 Origin games. Whether that's the reward for that that effort, well, I'll let everyone else judge. But I seem to think that that was a pretty good uh, reward, and uh, for the effort that I that I put in, so well, I didn't sit back uh, and just expect anything. I uh, worked out hard at it. So that's the ethos for me, mate. You do not uh, uh, just sit back and wait for it. You've got to go and get it and work hard for it.
1: Gene Lance.
0: If you just keep. Plugging away at something, you can take all the
6: adversity you want. But if you just keep plugging away at something that you believe in, it'll come for you, and uh, and it will work. Things come to you if you uh, if you persist, honourable of what you're doing,
0: and just keep working hard. And I think that's what we were as a team.
5: Steve Jackson.
0: It ain't over till it's over.
5: You know, don't don't ever give in. Don't ever give in. You know, like I've been in business 21 years up here in Mackay, and and times been tough the last couple of years of my business, and I really dig deep, and even when you watch the replay of it, how did we get that full length of the field in the last three minutes for, for Chica Thurston to score that try? You mm. So it ain't over till it's over, and you know what? Never give in.
0: Steve Walters. That's a great time. You know, you go through a lot, whether you're footy or whatever, you've got to make the it and enjoy yourself, and that's as, that's as much fun as you're going to have. Chris O'Sullivan. Never give up. I always struggle with that, you know, even just picking up a loose ball, I'd compete for it, you know. So I suppose in life, you know, you just yeah, yeah, you ride right with the punches. Yeah, sometimes you, yeah, you, know, you get knocked down. You just got to get up and keep going. Yeah,
1: Bradley Clyde.
0: Well, even Spielberg couldn't have written that script. I don't think he really <laughs> had so many ups and downs. And, uh, uh, but uh, in terms of uh, the philosophies that anything that are dragged out of the game, is um, I, I think you know, just the, the application to uh, achieve a goal and. I, I, um, you set yourself goals and, and um, you make no excuses until you achieve them. And um, so, I, I know we made a, a commitment to each other to, to um, be our best for the whole year to, to win that Grand Final, and that's exactly what we we did. On Tim Sheens, anything can happen if you if you persevere. Um, you know, I suppose I've been in when you're in the game long enough, you've had, you've had your, your backside smacked. Um, yeah, you've probably had someone put 50 past you. You've, you've put 50 past other sides. You've had narrow losses and, um, and narrow wins. You've had unfair decisions and you've had decisions go your way. You know, the whole gambit, and that turns you into a professional coach and professional players. That's why I always used to say the players, 100 games and you'll have, you'll have had all that happen to you, including injury and a visit to the hospital and probably some surgery. All of those things just come, put it down to experience, I think, Nick. And at that point, you know, it probably settled me down somewhat. Gave me some confidence, definitely. But as a coach, it's just, you know, anything can happen. You've just got to persevere. Winning a grand final, winning all those series, uh, that final series, you know, it was just a, a game by game. And that probably week by week. And that's how probably I lead my you know, football life these days anyway.
1: So there we have it, 30 years ago to the day, our Canberra Raiders brought the Winfield Cup back to our nation's capital, back to the community to relish in the afterglow of a great grand final. Quite fitting as we prepare for the big game here at GAO Stadium on Friday for a chance in the big dance, for a chance in the big dance of the 2019 current crop of players. Head out there, bring your support, bring your green passion, bring plenty of gumption and play your part in getting the boys home. Let's play our part in cheering the boys home. Be part of that big Viking clap. We're part of the team. It's one in, all in. We'll see you there.